It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, the good news is after having to cancel this year's event, the 2021 version, the New Zealand Golf Open will return to Queenstown in late March next year. Uh, the not so good news is there's unlikely to be any international players in the field due to the restrictions on foreign nationals entering the country. Uh, joining us now is uh, New Zealand Open Tournament Director and probably the most experienced sports administrator going around in the country now, Michael Glading. Uh, Michael, honour to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Oh, pleasure, and Thanks for having me. Yeah, great news uh, coming through that, uh, that you're forging ahead. Um, uh, was it a close decision? Did you think uh, without those overseas players, uh, let's just flag it again and be more patient? Uh, what was the process? Well, I mean, to be fair, it's an ongoing process. You know, as you can appreciate, there's uh, nothing certain. So uh, whilst we're, we're positive, is probably a better description than, than certain um, because of the changes that we're continually facing. But I think there's, a, you know, we've recognised a real need uh, to, to keep the show on the road. Um, you know, Queenstown as a region has been terribly hit and, uh, and, and we believe we can, we can at least uh, add, add some economic value back into the region. Um, I think golf uh, as a sport is, is booming uh, and it would be tragic for the number one event in New Zealand not to be played. Um, and, you know, losing momentum on an event that we've spent 10 years building up is, it, it would be tragic. So I think there's a whole bunch of really good reasons why we'll do it. Um, we've still got a few challenges to make sure we can do it. Uh, obviously, there's all sorts of things could happen. We could, the new strain could mean we're all in red traffic lights, is it? Or, or, or some other colour that will be invented shortly. Uh, and then we're in and we're in trouble. So, as I say, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic there'll be a better description probably, yeah. Well, yeah. well, Michael, you only have to look at uh, last weekend and those those poor organisers trying to put the Johannesburg Open together to, to see what how things can change so quickly. Well, that's right, that's right. And, and look, you know, getting back to your earlier point, we, we, we haven't given up hope on uh, on trying to get international players in. I've been quite buoyed by a couple of uh, uh, conversations I've had with players from overseas who, who are not ruling it out. I mean, what... Uh, the only, uh, you know, as we, as we look for slivers of good news is that uh, government has agreed that our tournament would qualify as a special uh, event in terms of being able to house players, uh, host players, should I say, as long as they're prepared to do seven days isolation. Now, you know, that's a big ask, but... Um, it sort of come back to me that if we could possibly uh, have um, facilities that they can go and practice while they're isolating, and I likened it very much to when the Wallaby rugby team came here and they were able to, you know, mm. they were isolated, but they were able to go to a field and train. Um, I'm now, you know, pushing that case. It's, uh, 
but you have to push is the proverbial word, unfortunately. But uh, we're, we're, you know, if we could do that, then I think we will get some overseas players, and that's still certainly a goal for us. Just for the people uh, listening in, I mean, the, the world of golf is a very, very busy place. What kind of window do you uh, do you have? How how small of uh, time effort or time zone have you got to get your tournament uh, played? Well, you know, this event particularly is quite complex because it's played as a pro-am, as you know. So we've also, for equal number of uh, professional uh, athletes, we've also got uh, a number of paying corporate guests. So uh, that that does mean you, you need more time than, I guess, a quite normal event. Um, and of course, people have got a plan ahead, and they've got a book, and we've got a you know, we've got to do everything from buying the right amount of food to, to making sure we've got the right amount of hotel rooms set aside. So, uh, I think to answer your question, I think I think the sort of drop dead date, if you like, for us is is, is uh, late January, um, where where things were looking more like turning back to custard, uh, then we'd have to reconsider. But uh, there's no there's no easy answer to that question. You, you're kind of pushing it back as late as we can without realising that there's a point at which people just say, hey, this is, you're, you're too you're too very fairy so we can't proceed. So. OK. Uh, the format uh, at this stage, Michael, what are you, what's your format looking over what dates? Uh, it'll still be the same it's, it's, as we have played it. Uh, it'll be March 31 to April 3, which is much later than we normally do. Uh, we gave ourselves more time to, to try and uh, give ourselves a better chance. So late uh, March is, is pretty late, but that's, uh, that's the time we're, we're going to go with. You've got a great history. The, the Glading family have got a wonderful history uh, in the game. Your, your dad won two New, New Zealand Opens back in uh, 46 and uh, 47. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's it's seriously in your blood, mate, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, I've been around guys around golf my uh, my entire life, uh, and uh, but have only really worked in it for the, in the last ten years. Although I did uh, have a spell of caddying uh, for a long time, but uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it's uh, it's in the veins of somewhere in. Unfortunately, the it talent is, is, uh, and isn't. The talent's not there. It's just the just the bloodline. <laughs> I would imagine you've uh, you've won your fair your fair share of uh, 10, 10, 20s over the years, I would, uh, I would be imagining, Michael. Because uh, you've, you've had some pretty good partners over the years. The, I mean, the likes of Sir Bob Charles. Um, how is Sir Bob these days? And, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, it would be great to see him around the scene, wouldn't it, in, in Queenstown? Yeah, I'm sure he'll be there. He, he's incredible, really. He, uh, I was talking to him uh, only a couple of weeks ago. I mean, he's just amazing. Um, I, I follow him on dot golf, and I think I think in the last 12 months, only once has he shot above his age. I mean, he, he, he is he is absolutely incredible. He defies age and logic, and I guess uh, something that's too late for me to learn. But uh, you say, certainly, if, you, if you, the old adage "you are what you eat," because he's always been a very careful eater. He's never eaten uh, anything. He wouldn't have eaten three percent of the amount of sugar I've taken. In my body, uh, and and the way he looked after himself, uh, the rewards are just there for all to see. He's amazing. He is incredible. Yeah, he is amazing. And and whilst um, you're the administrator of uh, the New Zealand Golf Open, I, I know for a fact that you keep a, a very close eye on what's happening overseas with our players over there. Uh, we've had a, I think we've had a pretty good damn year golf wise, haven't we? Um, Foxy gone ended up retaining his card. Uh, you know, and yeah. if you look through Lydia and uh, Stephen Alker, etc., across the board, a pretty, a pretty good year. Yeah, you're right, Ian. I mean, it, it's been uh, very encouraging. You're right, and you know, below that, there are 
young guys like Denzel Leremier, who, who uh, you know, he just failed out to try and get his uh, his Corn Ferry Tour card, but then he went went across to the Latin America PGA Tour, and and and, and uh, I think he won the Q School on that, so he's got himself a career over there. Um, Josh Geary on the Challenge Tour has done very well. Dan Hillier is really showing some serious signs of uh, of moving up to the uh, first ladder, if you like, uh, in Europe. And Foxy uh, has finished the year really strong. So, yeah, I, it's been... And, of course, Steve Elker, who's just, you know, the nicest guy on tour uh, and, and and a hard worker under, uh, who's quietly been a quiet achiever his whole life, is really shining now, and it's just fantastic to see. It's fantastic. Michael, uh, without the overseas stars as such, and we hope that that may well change for you, particularly a good segment from Australia anyway... Uh, have any New Zealand players uh, made a commitment to you? Uh, they absolutely have. I've certainly spoken to uh, Foxy, uh, to Josh Geary, to Mike Henry, um, and and numerous others, uh, and they've all uh, given me a total commitment that they will play, which is fantastic. You know, uh, Mike Henry at that point in time normally would be off to Japan, but he said to me nothing would get in the way of him playing in this tournament. So uh, it's been, I have to say, the feedback we've had from uh, the few professionals that I've spoken to has been very reassuring and very encouraging. Whilst your uh, your time and your efforts are pretty much in uh, New Zealand golf these days, uh, people will, uh, of course, remember you were the head of New Zealand football, uh, particularly when we went to that last World Cup. You, you had the reins back in uh, 2010. So now we've come, uh, and you would uh, not be surprised to see this latest saga, I would imagine, uh, with the Oceania Football Federation or Confederation saying, uh, we will have to play some of our World Cup qualifiers outside of the FIFA window. I mean, uh, limiting the resources Danny Hay will have at his disposal. Uh, are you surprised by that? What do you make of that? Sadly, I'm not surprised by it. I saw, I saw Danny's interview on the news last night. He was uh, equally incredulous. Um, OFC, the Oceania Football uh, Federation, you know, they, they've... Uh, I think there's... A, you do wonder if there's almost a desire for uh, New Zealand not to make it. They're certainly putting everything in the way to, to make it easier for, for some of the island nations to make it uh, instead of wanting the best team there. Uh, I think it's very, very, very disappointing. And uh, Danny's... You know, the only thing I'll say, Ian, is that Danny, I think, is just a fantastic appointment. I think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. And anybody can pull it off. It's Danny. Um, but it'll certainly make it challenging for him. Is our, uh, our future in terms of football um, taking away perhaps the World Cup side of it? Are we better to be as associated with Asia? Or, or was the lure of the World Cup and the pathway to the World Cup uh, still the best way through Oceania for us? I, I think it still is. And I think, you know, uh, the thing that was sort of, I guess, overlooked a bit uh, and still probably is overlooked is that if we move into Asia, all of our uh, under-20, well, I say, it's not mine anymore, but under-20 and under-17s, men and women would all have to be playing in that confederation. So, A, it involves enormous amount of travel costs and, B, a much, much, much harder pathway. Now, you could say the higher standard you play, the more opportunity, you know, the better you will become. And I think if you take a long-term view, that's still very, very true. But if you take a short-term fiscal view <laughs> and success view, it's, it's not great. So you can argue it both ways, frankly. I, I think, again, if you're taking a 20-year view, you'd want to be you'd want to be playing much better sides than New Caledonia and, and, and uh, Solomon Islands, etc. You'd definitely be wanting to play, you know, Japan, Korea, etc. But um, it's a bold move, and I don't know whether anybody will, will take that. Unfortunately, the politicians do get in the way of sports administration too sometimes, as you know, Ian. 
Yeah, I absolutely realise that. Uh, hey, Michael, thanks for wearing two hats for us this morning. Uh, I've uh, really enjoyed catching up with you. Uh, so wish you all the best. Um, getting some more uh, freedom, I think, uh, I think is the word. Uh, some more latitude to bring some more players into your tournament uh, in the meantime. But uh, all the best with that, and thanks so much for your time. Oh, Magic, thank you, Ian. Lovely to talk.